What's up everybody, Casey Putney here and welcome to episode 18 of the Leadership for Life podcast. We find ourselves in the beginnings of a series of episodes on relationships. This series is really focused on answering a few questions as it relates to success and relationships. In our first episode of the series, that would be episode 17 of the podcast, we answered the question, why are relationships important to success? I really liked that episode. I've gone back and listened to it a couple of times now, and I, and I really am a fan of that topic. On this episode, we ask another question, a follow-up question, I guess. What do I need to know about others. What do I need to know about others? I first stumbled on this question while reading a book entitled Relationships 101 by John Maxwell. In fact, I enjoyed that book so much that I'm actually tailoring this series of episodes off the way John formatted his book. What do I need to know about others? Isn't that an interesting question? Have you ever given that question some thought? Maybe you have, but I'd be willing to bet that many of us have not. It's not a question that comes naturally to us. What do I need to know about others? Most of us spend our time asking, what do I need to share with others? What do I need to tell others? What can I get from others? What do I need to know about others? That's a different question altogether. But it's certainly an important one. Let's be clear. Let's be clear with this topic. If you ever hope to be successful or to have a positive impact on the world, you simply must have the ability to understand others. Your ability to understand others affects virtually every aspect of your life. Does that sound a bit overdramatic? Maybe. But that doesn't mean it's not true. Consider the impact understanding others has on, on communication. David Burns is a, a medical doctor and professor of psychiatry at the University of Pennsylvania. He says, the biggest mistake you can make in trying to talk convincingly is to put your highest priority on expressing your ideas and feelings. What most people really want is to be listened to, respected, and understood. The moment people see that they are being understood, they become more motivated to understand your point of view. Man, as I reread that, I realize that I could have created an entire series just over that quote. David says our biggest mistake, not our mistake, our biggest mistake is to make our highest priority the expression of our own ideas and feelings. Our biggest mistake when communicating is to put us first. I believe it was Stephen Covey that said, seek first to understand, then to be understood. I'm pretty sure that's one of the habits highlighted in the ultra-popular seven habits of 
highly effective people book. Someone please feel free to email me and let me know if I'm right or wrong on that. Nevertheless, the point is clear. It has to be about understanding others. It can't be about you, your opinion, your views, your desires, your wants, your ideas. It can't be about your fears and insecurities. It has to begin with a genuine desire to understand others. As I record this, our world feels at times like it's upside down, quite honestly. It's middle of the year in 2020. Thus far, among a host of other challenges, we're enduring the COVID-19 virus. Jobs have been lost. Lives. Lives have been lost around the world. At this moment, there seems to be a growing debate on whether we're close to moving past the issue or not. One side says yes, and passionately hold the, the position that businesses should open, sports should come back. These folks believe it's time to move on and leave the masks at home. On the other side is a group of people who believe the virus is very much active. They fear a second spreading of the virus and further social and economic shutdowns. I'm not here to talk about the validity of either belief. Instead, I, I only point out that neither side is aggressively trying to understand each other. I truly believe that the lack of understanding of others' beliefs, struggles, truths, and challenges is at the very heart of much of the turmoil and tension that we see around the world. Look, if you want to help someone, seek first to understand them. If you want to help someone, seek first to understand them. What keeps us from understanding others? What is it that, that keeps us locked in our own thinking, unwilling to open up and see the world through the eyes of someone else? What is it? I think fear plays a part in that. When we don't understand another person and their beliefs, we begin to fear them. We begin to fear their beliefs. And that fear keeps us away. It keeps us from trying to understand them. And the vicious cycle of fear and lack of understanding takes hold. Fear is everywhere. Not just in the societal issues that I mentioned before. Fear exists in the family. It exists at work. Employees are afraid to disagree with their leaders. They're afraid to voice concerns and dissatisfaction. And here's the really crazy part about fear. Our fear is normally based on untruths. Our fear is oftentimes based on stories that we've created in our own minds about another person's motives and beliefs. It's easy for us to believe that the person is a monster. It's easy for us to believe the other person is selfish and simply doesn't care about anybody else. In my experience, that's simply not true. Sure, people make mistakes. Sure, people fail to consider how decisions affect others. 
Sure, people communicate poorly. But I've met very few people that simply didn't care. Most people are trying to do right and simply get it wrong. Let me say that again. Because I think if we can capture that, if, if, if we can capture that, it can change the way we view so much we see. People, most people, are trying to do right and simply get it wrong. Oh, I'm certain there are many more things we could talk about that, that keep people from understanding others. But fear, fear is a monster. It haunts so many of us. So what do we do then? Let's return to the question of this episode. What do I need to understand about others? Let's find our answer. Let's find our answer here. The first thing we need to understand is everybody wants to be somebody. Everybody wants to be somebody. We all desire significance. I don't believe there's a person in the world that doesn't desire some form of significance. If you spent time with me before, you know that I believe we all have an innate desire to be valued, respected, appreciated, and heard. I believe this desire unites us all. Think about those words, those desires. Valued. Respected. Appreciated. And heard. It's about significance, isn't it? See, if you can get that truth to exist in your mind, making it a core belief, then you'll begin to approach people differently. You'll understand their desire to be heard, and you'll listen to them. Our goal should be to treat every person we meet as if they were the most important person in the world. I recently watched the movie A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. It stars Tom Hanks as he tells the story of Mr. Rogers. What struck me was the way Mr. Rogers communicated. He tried to understand the person that was in front of him. He asked questions, and he listened. When you were talking to him, you felt as if you were the most important person in the world to him at that moment, at that time. What a great skill. What a great skill for all of us to aspire to. To be able to make somebody feel like they are indeed somebody. My goodness. I could stop there. I could stop right there and challenge you to really spend some time examining just that. Because if you can grasp it, if you can make that a part of how you approach others, lives will be changed. Change for the better. Your relationships will grow in strength and everyone involved, you and the people around you, will move one step closer to success and the realization of potential. 
but let's not stop. Let's not stop. Let's go even deeper. Let's look at another thing we need to understand about others. Here it is. People want to know how much you care before they care about how much you know. I'm going to say that again. If you have a pen in front of you, write this down. People want to know how much you care before they care about how much you know. So often we, we approach it from the opposite perspective. We meet somebody new and we desperately try to impress them with what we know. Pay attention when you're at a gathering of friends, family, or co-workers. Sit back and pay attention at how much time is spent by others trying to impress with how much they know. As a leader, whenever I take over a new team, the first thing I try to do is demonstrate how much I care. I do this before I share a single idea about the future. Before I develop a strategy or talk about tomorrow, I try to show how much I care. I ask questions, and then I try to intently listen to the answers. And if I don't understand, I ask more questions. Something I learned a long time ago. People are not nearly as interested in me agreeing with them as they are in me understanding them. Did you hear that? Did you hear the difference? I can understand what you've gone through. I can understand why what you've, you've gone through has led you down a path to see the world the way you see it. I don't have to agree with you. My world may not look like yours does, but I can understand. I can understand your pain, your turmoil, your fear. I can understand your frustration, your anger and concern. People want to be valued, respected, appreciated, and heard. We do that by showing them how much we care. The number one error for most new leaders is diving into the leadership of their team without first demonstrating how much they care. The leader, often confused and disheartened, stumbles away, asking what in the world went wrong. <laughs> what in the world went wrong? No one listened to me, they say. No one listened. It's because you didn't listen to them first. People want to know how much you care before they care about how much you know. What do I need to know about others? That was our question. Have we answered it? I think so. We need to know that everybody wants to be somebody. Everybody wants to matter, to be significant. And people want to know how much you care before they care about how much you know. We can't dive in and impress people with all kinds of degrees and fancy ideas. Folks, people don't follow ideas. They follow leaders. And they want leaders that care. They want leaders that make them feel valued, respected, 
appreciated, and heard. Folks, thank you so much for spending some time with me on this episode. Next time we come together, we'll try to find the answer to the question, how can I encourage others? How can I encourage others? I hope you'll join us. Until then, good luck out there. And remember, I'm here to help.